When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. RKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live. One lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. It's now on Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Man. I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately. But the week has flown by. I'm still trying to figure that out, though. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And uh, we march on to Super Bowl Sunday. Or Captain Rodney's Sunday, if you're Jason. Um, Yes, Captain Rodney's Sunday, which Wendy says does not call for mayonnaise. And Jason is determined that it is. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And, uh, you know, I don't like to do this, but I have to pat myself on the back. Oh, here we Um, go. First of all, the show is brought to you by Pearl River Resort, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, Bet 50, Play 30. It's awesome. Bet 50, play 30. And Ron White will be there in a few weeks, and I'm going to be there, and that's that's awesome. But I've been talking about Keyshawn Murphy, the power forward for Mississippi State, and he has not played. Wasn't sure if he was going to be on the team. Um, has not played in weeks, and even prior to that, he was injured. So he missed a, uh, a ton of time, just like Tolu Smith. And last night he had uh, 10 points and four rebounds in 15 minutes of play. Did I did I throw out 15? I, <laughs> crazy pills. Whoa. Um, and so, let's see. What has he done this year? Um, games played, nine. Averaging 12 points a minute. I mean, 12 points a game. That would be. Weird. I was about to say, whoa, what? That would be. That would be. Yeah, um, but Keyshawn Murphy played well. Mississippi State won. They still don't look great on offense, but they won. And uh, there have been many, 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 many Mississippi State and Ole Miss teams win ugly, and uh, winning's winning. It's hard, and Georgia may not be great, but uh, they've got athletes, so. I mean, they may not have as good a basketball players as Tennessee or Auburn, but they've got athletes. And um, bottom line is Mississippi State won. And you know what? The one I could pick apart all the bad things they did. And, you know, I guess I could sugarcoat and say, I could, I could go negative. I could go positive. The bottom line is they needed a win. It's a dub. Uh, they move on. Yeah. But the one takeaway was, that 
Tolu Smith was having a good time at the end of the game. And what seeing him smile has been a frustrating couple of weeks mm-hmm. and a frustrating year for him being out for four months. Yeah. I can't imagine being an elite athlete, and neither can y'all. I know most of you thought you were elite athletes in high school. But uh, I can't imagine being an elite athlete and not – you know, being able to perform. And he's gone through that twice in his career. Same injury. And he was smiling last night. And he had a double-double. And it's it's like we take it for granted. That's not good. Because, you know, I mean, 19 and 12 in college basketball, people don't just drop that every night. No, not at all. They just, uh, you know, but yet I could have easily looked at that game. Well, man, Tolu could have played a lot better. Well, he was 8 of 10 from the field. Three of five from the free throw line. Dropped 19. 12 boards. Eight of them on the defensive end and played 31 minutes. Coming off still something that we don't want to, we just want to flush that. A significant injury. Not a bad night. No, no. He deserves to smile. Yeah. That was my take. I said, because I was frustrated with their play. And frustrated with Jans. Well, of course. Uh, And they won by 13. When I was growing up in the 80s, Mississippi State and Ole Miss got beat by 100 every game in basketball. They, they no, ma- no matter what. They weren't competitive. <laughs> I mean, Bob Boyd had a year. They went like 18 and 11. Uh, Bob uh, Weltlick uh, had a magical SEC tournament in 81. Ole Miss won it. Other than that, there just wasn't a lot there, okay? I mean, Florida's and Bama's, Wimp and... and uh, Nolan and Dale Brown and 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 well even Don DeVoe and Sonny Smith to a certain extent, uh, Jason, would just roll State and Ole Miss. And last night they beat Georgia, who's got a two hundred million dollar athletic budget and is located sixty miles from Atlanta, Georgia, by thirteen. And I didn't think they played well. Yeah. My how things have changed. <laughs> exactly. It's all about perspective. Exactly. You know? Which it's, we have none. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any perspective or patience. All right, the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. At Twitter X, no, Twitter X at Bo Bounds. Jason, are you on Twitter X? Of course. Good. Of course I'm in Twitter X. I think it's, you know, maybe it's good for us. Well, how else are you going to see videos that you wouldn't, Never see. That's true. You know, because I'm not getting on TikTok. No. And uh, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. And Facebook is boring. Yeah. But also Twitter, it's like, you know, you have a sports video and it's, say, Larry Bird talking about his career. And then there's a video of the cartel. And then there's a video of a baby. Right. And then there's someone's cat. You're like, what's going on? Right. It kind of uh, of makes you into an adult. You know what the real world is like. Yeah, it's, I guess it's Walmart at 10 o'clock at night. That's a good point. Or Waffle House at 3. At 3 a.m. Yeah. Whoever's running Waffle House's Twitter account is clever as hell. Gold. They're doing a good job. They're so good. Yeah, it's really funny. Them and Slim Jim. Slim Jim is very... Oh, I'll have to look that up. Slim Jim is very active on social media. It was Wendy's, you know? Um, right, yeah. You know, the fast food place. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and, but now... It's Waffle House. I don't know if it's the same agency or what, but they're they're funny and clever. I pictured this 
25-year-old female who's real smart, who's been out of school for a couple of years, landed a great gig with an ad agency in New York or L.A., yeah. Miami. They landed the Waffle House account. Uh, maybe even Charleston, South Carolina agency. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she's just really has fun with it and, and gets it. That's, that's what I picture. Oh, I could see that. 100%. Because then you, you look at all these others, it's like, who, who cares if you have a special ice cream cone for one week? You know, but if she's going on and commenting on memes and stuff on a social media account for a restaurant, yeah, that's going to get you involved. Yeah, like Slim Jim commenting on who should be president—that's funny. Oh wow! <laughs> like, like they, you know, they just get in, jump in on memes on the joke. That's the way to do it. And plus, Waffle House—you know—you get in fights in Waffle House all the time. Why can't they joke around? They can't have some <laughs> of the fun. <laughs> uh, Slim Jim, is this it? Yeah, Slim Jim on Twitter and Instagram. Married to Cinnabon? Yeah, yeah, no clue. I'm telling you, they're kind of off the wall. But they're very active. Oh, man, this is cool. Okay, I'll check that out during the break. <laughs> and uh, maybe I should just cancel the rest of my day and and stay on Twitter, Slim Jim. There we go. Or we, we'll get you a TikTok, and you can spend 24 hours on TikTok. Ah, uh, I can't do that. Yeah, just <sighs> give up all your data. I already need enough therapy. <laughs> I don't want to go to TikTok. Wendy sends me something every now and then. That's enough. So she tells me I'm good. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Just a little taste. You're, you're not a big diving in kind of guy anyways. That's a good point. You know, you're, you're what does that dip. say about me? You're more of a dip guy. You're not a drench guy. So okay. when the sauce comes. Wendy says I can't commit. Mm, that I, could. That's a good I, point. I can commit to Wendy, my kids, the show, and some friends. That's it. I keep it very... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Okay. On the fly. Uh, bet 50, play 30. Uh, Pearl River Resort. Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Bet 50, play 30. Good morning. Welcome in. Congratulations to Mississippi State. It's hard to win. The young men, the kids wanted to win. They did. And we'll see where they go from there. Well, I guess we'll, you know, pull around with it a little bit on the big board coming up next. Big Board. What's on the Big Board? All right. Uh, the Big Board is brought to you by Jason's Mustache. When are you shaving that thing? No. Oh, you went beard. Yeah, well, the beard's coming back, you know. But okay. I'm still letting it ride. Doing a little scruff with the with the mustache. Oh. That's more, what, that's more Tom Selleck-y than just, like, clean shave, would you say, right? Because that's a hairy dude. Yeah, he was a hairy dude. So you kind of have to let it go. He and Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Man, yeah. Is, you think that style's coming back? Bushy mustache. I hope not. Open chest hair, just... Hope not. Yeah. <laughs> hope not. Hope not. But, but it could. I mean, it seems, you know... I, I kind of get the sense that everything does. So, um, how about Mississippi State last night, Jason? It's a good win. I mean, at home, any SEC win that's not Vanderbilt's a good win, in my opinion. Especially Georgia, who proved that they could beat good teams on the road like South Carolina. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> a win is a win is a win. You can never be 
upset. I thought State, I mean, Keyshawn Murphy looked good. Yeah, he did. Coming back. Sean Jones actually contributed something, which helped a lot. Sure, he started. Yeah. Because DJ Jeffries is out. Good point. And then Cam Matthews, almost another double-double. Yeah, quietly 9-11. and 11. Yeah. Only had three attempts. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He had a more than solid game. Um, I mean, he also had four assists and three steals. I mean, in college basketball, <laughs> yeah. nine points, 11 boards, four assists, three steals. That is kind of being the Swiss Army knife that we talked about. So maybe of I, course. you know, I, I guess I wanted just a little more, but, you know, a couple more buckets. But I'm selfish. Well, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, he he did what State needs him to do every game. He doesn't have to get 11 rebounds or three steals, but he needs to be a problem to where it's not just Tolu and Josh. Right. I mean, okay. So, nine points, four blocks, three steals, four assists, 11 boards. That's a good game. That is a good game. That's a pretty good game. If you Played give me, 32 minutes. You give me one of those in church league. I'm going out well, to... Well, that's that's Hall of Fame stuff. I'm going out to Outback immediately. Or give me Longhorn Steakhouse. It's got to be a chain. Can't, can't, gotta, be, yeah, can't if, be a nice local place. If you're leaving Church League, you got to go to Chili's mm-hmm. and throw down. Or Longhorn. Is there a Longhorn around here? Uh, yeah. There, I know there's one in Madison. We need a Dave & Buster's. That's what we need. Are those still, like, a thing? Or I, are they, did think, they kind of go away? No, like, they got to still... I'm, there used to be one thing. in... Destin, right? In the 90s, you kind of felt like it was run by some shady people. Is that still open? Where was that? Was it in between Destin and San So there's one in New Orleans. Okay, well, that was... It, mm, it right. opens at 11. Can't, we could make it. We could we could make it by 11. I got to go to Starville. That's the other way. Uh, we'll go to New Orleans, hit Dave & Buster's first. Okay. Go to the aquarium, Because well, when I go to New Orleans, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Not the other... 115 restaurants that are outstanding. Both dives and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know what? I want some artificial chain food from Dave & Buster's. Give me some frozen fries. Absolutely. Give me a cold beer and adult video games. Yeah. Come on. Have you been to Dave & Buster's? Uh, I've been, I love arcades in general. So Really? Yeah. So like the arc, like we went to a big, uh, in Phoenix, we went to a big bowling alley. And of course, in front of the bowling alley is a giant arcade. Okay. I could spend an hour, two hours in there. I get really? It. I get it. I get it. It's wasting money, but it's fun at the that moment. That sounds miserable to what? me. What? It's fun. Okay. That's a good time. The basketball shooting game, you know, like the uh, the knockdown, the milk bottles game? Yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Thing. I played that. That's uh, a good time. In Orange Beach several years ago, it was, it was one of those days where it was raining, you know, just raining like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And you have to find something to do with your kids when they're little and there was some joint down the way that had that arcade type feel and we went in and shot hoops oh the yeah kids. yeah there's there's one down at the beach called the track uh, is that where i went that, that might be where you went because they got an arcade and then they have uh like go-karts outside you said it was raining so you weren't doing those right but, but there's go-kart track outside okay I, I went on a bachelor trip with somebody's last year and y'all hit we, the go karts. We went, yeah, we went. You that was the first enough? thing that we did. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Right when we got there, we actually went to Florabama for lunch. 
Okay. He sat outside, had some that, like that sounds like bush light fever. Actually, I mean it was bushwhacker fever, by the way. <laughs> bushwhackers? Bushwhackers. And then we went uh That's what I'm gonna have tonight in Starble. I'm gonna ooh, find yeah. a place that has a bushwhacker. Yeah, get yourself a nice stomach full of milk. Yeah, I wanna milk. feel like hell on milk Friday. in Rome. <laughs> okay. That sounds fun. Let's uh let's ask people on the text line if they like bushwhackers. The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. So you had some bush bushwhackers at the uh, dock? I mean, at uh, where were you? Uh, we Florida were in Florida Same thing. Yeah. So Just one's on water. Bushwhackers well, and, on water. and redfish tacos, you know? Okay. And then, and then went stomach full of that and driving some go-karts. Man, that sounds, on a scale of 1 to 10, like a 1.8. Oh, what? No, that's so rad. That was fun. It's Rad. A good, it's a good Reminds time. Reminds me of Tony Hawk in 1985. Was he had just hit a, like a monster lick or something in business and made well, tens of millions of dollars? So with Tony Hawk, there's the story he was talking about, you know, when he got his first video game check. And, yeah. you know, one of the top executives at whatever video game company sat down with him in L.A. and was like, look, this thing took off a lot faster than we thought it did. And $6 million check on the table. And he's like, do I take this to the bank? Do I, like, can you deposit this? And so that's how his career of really having a giant video game got started. Really? But his game was awesome. On the GameCube? Was it? Yeah. I mean, they, they've had multiple versions of it. But the the original Tony Hawk games were awesome. Uh, so, so Cam Matthews is the Tony Hawk of Mississippi State basketball. Okay. I'd say that. Okay. Yeah, he I'm vital for success. I mean, let, read that stat line. Nine. Think about this in college basketball. Nine points, four blocks, three steals, four assists, and eleven boards. Seven on defense. I'd walk in today to practice and say, "Coach, I love you." I'm not doing a damn thing. <laughs> and that's how you start, folks. That's how you become a starter. Yep. You tell them, "Hey, look, today's my day to hang." Yeah, yeah. I just want you know the trainer to probably work on my knee or feet. You know something's yeah. hurting this time of, of year course. for all of our Mississippi State and Ole Miss players, right? You know, all uh, the time. My, my ankle hurts, my shins hurt, my knee hurts. I'm just going to get a, a physical therapist or I don't know, massage some, something to make my body feel better so that I can play Saturday. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Of course, Ole Miss is off. Yes, we'll okay. play Kentucky next week. Okay. All right, I got that wrong yesterday, and uh, somebody corrected me on the John Deere tractor ag up equipment text line. Well, let's let's do it like this. If you need a tractor for your family land, farm, or hunting camp, go see my guys and gals at Ag Up Equipment in Canton or Pearl or the other 20 locations. The text line, one more time, 601-885-3776. Is it a giveaway Thursday? Oh, it feels like a, it smells like a giveaway Thursday. We feeling something crazy? What are you going? Well, I was looking around. It's baseball season. We've got some signed bats. Oh, signed bats. Do we have a signed Jake Mangum bat? That could bring the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to go back and look there. That one right there is signed by Jeff Brantley, who was a... All-American went to the College World Series, played forever, Major League Baseball, and is the Cincinnati Reds color analyst. Wow. Was on ESPN Baseball Tonight for years. Um, 
me see what we can come up with. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Hey, Jason, the keg house in Ridgeland is awesome. It's mm. a great place to smash muffalettas, 41 beers on tap, watch the games. Golden Tea, you mentioned Arcade. All at the keg house, right by Casadoras, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. The keg house is amazing, and their muffalettas gumbo and 41 beers on tap are awesome, too. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. One of the official cocktails this week is a Patron Reposado Paloma. It is a delicious cocktail. We highly recommend it. You can find Patron at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. I do need to tell everybody this, Jason. Nate Dog, Nathan McCarty, and Briarwood Wine and Spirits still have the Wilderness Trail private barrel pick. It's the weeded Wilderness Trail bourbon. It's under our wild turkey deal. We're going up there to pick out a barrel, too, for this year. Anna Russell's Reserve on the same trip. Ooh. But right now at Briarwood Wine and Spirits, 4949 Old Canton Road, they still have some of the Wilderness Trail private barrel selection weeded. It's delicious. I bought over two cases. And wow. my buddies have texted me, friends, clients, both, whatever, and it's delicious. So, you know what? I'm going to let you taste some. Really? Hey, I'll take I don't it. know if you're worthy. Whoa, whoa, You know, whoa, whoa. anybody who goes to Chili's, on Sunday, I'm kidding. There's hey. nothing wrong with the burger and a cold beer at Chili's. Dollarita. I don't do the Dollarita, but I'll do a, a cold Bud Light or Michelob Ultra or, or I don't know if they have Stella. Um, whatever. I can find a beer and, and a burger and some fries. The point is, there's Wilderness Trail Private Barrel Selection Bourbon at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Now, I want to get into some Mississippi State hoops, okay? Um, I've got some thought. You know, I, I mentioned... Earlier in the show, Jason, and this is the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Thank you so much for listening on the radio. Thanks for streaming, and and thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We'll have Tim Brando on at 930. Uh, Timmy B, Chateau Brando. Um, when I started in Sports Talk Radio in 2003, Tim Brando had a national show from 9 a.m. to noon on Sporting News Radio, and I listened to it religiously. He did a live remote from the Cotton District Grill in 2004 when Rick Stansberry and Shane Power and Timmy Bowers and I guess Lawrence Roberts, that crew won the SEC championship game because Timmy B was, I guess, calling the game that night. And I went by the grill, the Cotton District Grill, because I was going to the game. Of course, yeah. And at that time, I was doing an afternoon drive from 4 to 6. And on the same station. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, we we had Timmy B. I mean, he didn't know who I was, obviously. Uh, But he would broadcast from Chateau Brando. And I grew up knowing about Tim Brando on ESPN. 
mm-hmm. um, when college baseball was just getting uh, televised and there weren't but a few games around the country, they would go to Duty Noble Field and Tim Brando in the 80s. I mean, we're talking Raffi and Will, just crazy. People Jeez, couldn't even, yeah. what? I mean, none of Mississippi State and Ole Miss's games were on in football during that time. But anyway, the point is, um, and that was a little exaggerated, but you know what I mean. Um, the point is, we all knew about him. His career took off, 80s, 90s. Owes a lot of that to Dale Brown and 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 Jodine Sr. And, and some others. They were kind of like a southern basketball mafia broadcast. Anyway, lots of Louisiana roots. The point is, we're going to have Tim Brando at 930. He loves college hoops. Um, I may talk, talk, talk the shark with him because I read Dan Wetzel's article this morning on Yahoo Sports, and it took me back to talking to Tark the Shark both off the air and then as a young sports talk radio host having him on the air because he's my favorite coach of all time. Now, let me circle back here on Tim Brando. He gave me some words of wisdom in 2004, and maybe it helped, maybe it didn't, but we're still here 20 years later. Yeah. We're still having fun. I still love the show. I still hungry for more content, storytelling, and and hanging out with our partners and, and trying to make their business better. But uh, as I was talking to Brando, and he had steak on a stick at the grill. That wasn't one of my favorites, okay? <laughs> but I've, I'd had everything on the menu because I started going to happy hour there in high school, maybe, but definitely in college. And he did the show, and he signed something for me to give away, Jason. And he said, uh, you have to have strong opinions, and you can't care what people think. And at this time, Brando was one of the top five to eight guys in the industry on the air. Dan Patrick and Rob Dibble, Jim Rome. People didn't even know who Colin Cowherd was. Was Rich Eisen on the... Rich had not started his show. Great call, though. I'm glad you... uh, You know, Eisen's obviously brilliant on the NFL Network. Um, he's a very, very talented guy. Um, he had left though. He had left ESPN. Got, yeah. Uh, he'd gotcha. Been gone from ESPN for about three years to start the NFL network, which was crazy. <laughs> um, and because Patrick had left, you know, a year before or something like that. No, Eisen left first, then Patrick. Okay. So, um, my point is Timmy B is going to be on the show. Um, he kind of defines college football and college basketball and college baseball to me. But he had that show 9 a.m. to noon, and I listened to it religiously. You know, I wasn't, at that time, I was with an a.m. I wasn't always happy with our, you know, I think we always need to be challenging ourselves and upgrading our, our, you know, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And he was good. He was good. And um, I don't know if he's still doing... I mean, I know he's calling games for Fox, mm-hmm. but, uh, and he's been more, he's kind of left the grid for us. I, I off the grid, not left the grid because he's calling big 12 games and maybe some pack 12 games or something, but, um, yeah, good dude. And looking forward to having him on. You, so now I get into Mississippi state basketball. Go ahead. Oh, well, just a, just a quick tidbit. So he has two daughters. One went to LSU. And the, one went to Ole Miss. The other went to Ole Miss. I had no idea. You that, didn't? That he had a, a daughter that went to Ole Miss. No, she's 29, so I guess five years older than me. Okay. Um, but I just figured... Are I'd you lying n- about your age? 
No, I'm oh, 20, okay. I'm 24. Okay, yeah, I was just checking. What is that old? Is that young? I'm uh, trying to figure that out. But see, you say I act 65. Well, no, there's no in many aspects of your life. Mm. Like one guy texted in earlier this week on the Ag Up Equipment text line. He said, "You're just a few months away from having a um a, a cell phone on your belt." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did say. Yeah, that. I thought that was <laughs> clever, and it, it, that was probably the text of the week. That might have been. Yeah, uh, there's been some good ones this that week. That guy too. should probably win a cocktail napkin or something from over at the bar. A cocktail, a signed bag of air. Yeah, to, a signed to, bag of air, according to Blake. Yeah, Blake Mania. That that could work. Yeah, from Tim Brando is from Shreveport. Casey on the text line. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he. <laughs> Right, that I, I, that's where he did his show from. Mm. Like he was doing a remote show. Sporting News was um, was their their radio was out in L.A. for some reason. So he was running his show. You can do that easily now. Okay, I mean I, I can I can do a show from anywhere. Right. Um, I mean if it, hypothetically if Wendy and I moved to the back bay of Destin at some point, I can do my show there. Okay. <laughs> It's you know, and I've thought about doing a little bit more of a studio at the house, but I'm I'm thinking through this studio is so awesome, and it's ten minutes from my house. Yeah, my point is this: he was doing the show from Chateau Brando, which was his home in Shreveport, in two thousand and four. I so, bet he didn't have to fax in, did he? No, <laughs> like well, you used- I, I don't know what he was on, but it was it was for that time. It was it was a good connection. That's crazy that you used a fax machine. Well, let me tell you what I did before I talk about Cam Matthews and Josh Hubbard and, and Tolu Smith. Do we have time? Yeah. We got 15 minutes left in this segment. All right. Um, two thousand, Same thing. 2004. Mississippi State's really good at basketball. They're not good in football. And we go to Oxford for the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game, and we do a show from the stage of Proud Larry's. Whoa. We ran okay. a fax line all the way down. You know the little street beside Proud Larry's? Yeah, yeah. All the way down, all the way down the building, underneath, into Caradine's office, into his fax line <laughs> in 2004. I blank you not. That's ridiculous. I know. That's, that's the... Jeff <laughs> Norris, my buddy, had to run the fax line. I don't know how many feet it was, but it was a lot. And and it worked all the way outside the building. All the way outside the building. There's a do- there's a door on that side. Yeah, of, yeah. of Proud Larry's, uh, opposite the bar. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I know what you're okay. talking about. And so we ran it all the way down, down the street or down the little road, little whatever alleyway, and into Caradine's office and put it in the fax machine in 2004. <laughs> That's it. And then now you're just like, hey, I'm going to the beach. Now I've you, done the show from a million yeah. different places with the little Comrex that can fit in a backpack. Because when we show up, people are like, where's all your stuff? I'm like, it's right here. It's in that Adidas backpack. And it just blows, you know, they're like, what? That's why. Now, you should have seen the stuff that we used to roll around. Good hell. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. Now it's got to seem but I mean, like. Think about all the play-by-play stuff. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, Florida. LSU, all those play-by-play guys for decades. I mean, they called all the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they 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 willed that stuff all around the SEC. 
the old SEC, which is right over your right shoulder. Yeah. Have you ever been in one of those production trucks? Yeah. For like a, say a basketball game or something like that. I don't understand how anybody gets anything done in one of those. It's not my, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that. I don't even know what you do over there. So I figured out in life that I need to know what I do. (laughs) I'm I'm 15 feet away. Yeah. (laughs) I I have no idea how to run that board. Hey, time's changed. You don't need to, you know, I don't. Cause I, I got the, I got the reins now. Yeah, you got it. Driving this puppy. So Tim Brando at 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line had a great conversation with, I mean, I knew who he was, but had a great conversation with him in 2004 at the Cotton District Grill. That was when it was in the Cotton District. Mm. It's now moved down to the, what I don't even know what they call that, but it's right off Main Street. Um, okay, so I, I'm not going to go doom and gloom on last night's game because what I said earlier is Mississippi State and Ole Miss were, 95% of the 80s, horrific, awful in basketball. And obviously neither athletic department had any money. School, Neither school had any money. And they would get beat by 30 and 40 points by SEC teams. And Mississippi State went to an NIT or two, and Ole Miss went to the NCAA tournament in 81 when uh, Bob Weltlick uh, won, and then he left as soon as he could to go to Texas. Um, a couple of weeks later. And so last night, Mississippi State beat Georgia by 13 points without their best defender and starter, DJ Jeffries. And yet, I, I looked at the game and I thought, man, this team has a long way to go. But there were some, as Jason and I were talking about earlier, there were some bright spots. One is the fact that... Uh, Keyshawn Murphy played 15 minutes. He he dropped 10 points. Hopefully he and Jans have somewhat made up and have figured it out. You know what I'm saying? And Kumbaya and whatever. Maybe they went to yeah. two brothers, smashed some wings, and said, hey, we got to get this done because they both want to go to March Madness and they want to go dancing. Um, I thought Cam Matthews had an insane, like a quiet... But crazy college basketball stat line last night. I mean, Cam Matthews had nine points, four blocks, three assists. I'm sorry, three steals, four assists, and 11 rebounds. That's Mr. He can do it. Yeah, and (laughs) and that's why he is the straw that stirs the drink. And Tolu was having fun at the end of the game, and he needs to. He's been through a lot. He's coming off injury. He wasn't even sure he was going to come back. And he had a double-double, which we now all take for granted. Because I didn't think he was like, I mean, he went 8 for 10. And yet I thought, you know, I got, again, my expectations are completely, completely out of whack. Right? And I recognize that. <laughs> I'm selfish. I have no patience and no perspective. Is that fair enough? Okay. Is that therapeutic for you this morning? Yeah. yeah. You're you finding yourself can, right now. Do you think that we could get a psychologist to work with me? I like that. Hey, no better guess. Maybe we do a remote from a psychiatrist. <laughs> you sitting in a room, and that's where our remote is. That would be incredible. Just talking, talking out. about crazy lions and tigers and crazy pills. <laughs> yeah. Just talking it out and, uh, you know, for thousands of people on the radio. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me keep moving here. Josh Hubbard. Um. He was 3-for-12 
Doesn't bother me a bit. Doesn't bother me a bit. Why not? Because, um, first of all, they're not getting him the looks that he needs. Chris Jans is a smart guy or an assistant coach on the team. Figure it out. You have got to run some sets and some plays that can get him better looks. You have to. Shaq Moore gets wide open looks. Why? Because the defenses don't, they don't respect him. Mm. And um, he was three for 12, but he was also five for five from the free throw line. He played 30 minutes. I was actually frustrated when he was out. But he dropped a quiet 14. He did have four boards. You don't have anybody other than Hubbard. I don't like Hubbard taking the ball up the floor. I mean, I'm fine with that. He can play. But they start the the offensive set, and so he passes it to the right wing or left. Sometimes the post player comes up, may catch it on the elbow, whatever. But the bottom line is they don't understand. They got to get it back to him. Yeah. They have to get the ball back to Hubbard. They are not, the other four people on the court are not looking for Josh Hubbard enough. And they're not running enough screens for, I mean, Richard Williams ran screens or double screens for Daryl Wilson. I know it was a different time, different era. I know, you know, Eric Dampier, huge NBA player. Russell Walters was like a, kind of like a defensive end outside linebacker playing power forward, whatever. The point is, I'm fine with him playing point guard because the kid can do everything and he's your best player on the team and I recognize that and he's got insane, you know, mad hops and all that. But, and he's a true freshman. He, we forget that too. We want him to play like a junior today. Again, we're <laughs> selfish. But here's the deal, Jason. If you don't have anybody that can create off the bounce other than Hubbard, when, when you're going through your offensive plays and your offensive set, half-court offense, Okay, I'm not talking yeah, about transition, yeah. which you need to get more into transition and transition points, although I thought you did a little bit of that last night. But the bottom line is when he gives it up at the point guard position, he's got to get it back. Not every possession. That's not what I mean. Sometimes Tolu is open throughout that play, and you get it down to him. He's going to get a good look. He may make it get to the line. Sometimes Cam Matthews is making a cut. He's open. I, you know, you want him to shoot five, six, seven footers all day or right there at the glass. After that, you don't have a score. You know, Sean Jones is trying his tail off. He's, he's a nice player. Uh, he hasn't come as far offensively as he should have. That's on the program and Sean. Uh, Davis is not a threat. What did Davis have? He had five points. And Shaq Moore, he did drop 11. So that's... That's not bad. You know, he's he's a solid player. You know, Shaq and Davis are kind of solid SEC players. So that's what that's where I am. Keyshawn Murphy, holy smokes. Maybe not the MVP last well, maybe, but because of um, you know, Tolu with the double double, but Cam Matthews stat lines, crazy pills. Good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Are there times that State should play big ball? I mean, are there times that State should go, you know, Murphy, Matthews? I, I, I don't I don't know. I mentioned that yesterday. Um, you know, I mentioned Hubbard, Shaq, or Davis, I guess. And then, so that's two, right? right that's an right. or. Hubbard, yes. And then Shaq or Davis. And then Cam Matthews, 
at the big three, basically is what he, and then right. Murph at the power forward and Tolu playing uh, the five or whatever you want to call it this day and age. There's a lot of blend between the, mm-hmm. the four and five, and it depends on what you're doing. You know, could that work? I don't know. I'm not in practice. You know, Jan's and the three or four assistants are. But that's where I am. So, in other words, it's a fantastic win. It was good to see Tolo, Tolu Smith smile. He's been such a wonderful ambassador for your program and tremendous asset. Um, I'm sure Josh was frustrated, but he didn't get good looks. They, they were all, I mean, did you see him? They didn't leave him. If he was 35 feet from the basket, they were all over him. Yeah. They left Shaq more. The reason why, when they were kicking it around, they would kick it around, Shaq was wide open. Why? Because that guy was playing towards the paint just in case they were going to throw it into Tolu. Right. Right. Yeah. So this isn't hard to figure out, but wherever Josh Hubbard is, his man is right there. They know he knows what what flavor bubble gum Josh Hubbard is chewing. First half or second half. He's getting double teamed too. Right. Like Yeah, I mean they <laughs> they know where he is the only threat. That's the problem. Ole Miss has Morell, Flanagan and Murray opens it up. There's other teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've mentioned Sears and Estrada, among others, at Alabama. Tennessee has, they don't just have connect. Ziegler can get funky on you, and they have other dudes. I could go on and on. Um, Because you're so short on the perimeter, because no one can take it off the bounce and create, especially as the shot clock gets under 10 and under 7, it's a concern for me outside of hub. But you won by 13 against a team that's not terrible, has athletes, and here we are in 2024, my how things have changed, because in 1985 with Greg Lockhart and Reggie Boykin, you would have gotten beat by, and I like both of those players, and as a kid, I thought they walked on water, even though Mississippi State wasn't good, yeah. but you would have gotten beat by 28. So I have, to, I have to weigh, it's a win, they feel good about themselves, it makes practice better today, it makes the team meal at lunch better, it makes going and getting therapy, because you're like we talked about earlier, Jason, your ankles, hips, and knees are hurting this time of year for all these players, Starkville and Oxford, because you've been playing nonstop and practicing nonstop. So that's where I am. I wanted to ask you. I don't you, think it's an in, I, Jans is freaky good, so maybe he drives this team to March Madness. I just, I don't. I, I, fringe, may, I know they were last, you know, I just. I think the league is better and it's got more six foot four to six foot eight guys who can do a little bit of everything, both on the perimeter and mess with you. Um, you know, and not just the low post, I'm talking about Jason six to 15 feet from the basket. Like Flanagan, mm, like yeah, Neck, yeah. like others, right? They'll, they'll dribble drive. They'll take you off the bounce and they don't have to go all the way to the rim. They'll pull up. Um, Man, Georgia Georgia lives and dies by the three. They nailed 12 of them, but lost big. Go ahead. Well, you talk about pulling up. That's what Murphy was doing last night. Murphy was, you know, mid-range. He had yeah. great handles. I wanted to ask you, what is your confidence level? Is it higher or lower with the team playing without DJ Jeffries and after seeing one game? Lower. Lower? Yeah. I mean, well, I know DJ doesn't score well, but he's so good at defense and rebounding. Mm. Yeah. But you still need, I mean, they, they they did they they won by double digits without one of their starters. I have yeah. to take that into consideration, right? Well, of course. Yeah. But I mean, and people, this isn't easy. I don't care if it's Georgia. They have four conference wins. It's not like they're one in ten like Vandy or right. whatever. Yeah. 
if they're if they have one. I don't think they have one. Oh, is are they over? I think they're okay. Over. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 1059 The Zone. The show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Enjoy a ribeye medium rare, some homemade hot tamales. Do a, maybe a side of bacon wrapped shrimp and pair it with some wilderness trail bourbon, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Timmy B, Tim Brando at 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.